To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sports Talk podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. 25 to 8, the second cricket test between New Zealand and South Africa. Underway tomorrow, Seddon Park in Hamilton. First ball at 11. The weather forecast is good for the entire week in Hamilton. New Zealand won the first test at Bay Oval by 281 runs, meaning a win for New Zealand or a draw here would see the Black Caps claim a first ever test series win over the Proteas. One of the world's foremost cricket commentators is South African Cass Naidu, who recently celebrated 21 years in cricket broadcasting and did it here in New Zealand where she's covering the tour and she joins us now. Cass, thanks for taking the time for a chat. The first test performance from South Africa, was it better, worse or about what you expected from this below-strength side? Lovely to chat. Thanks so much. I think they would have expected to have done better. They talked up a good game ahead of the start of the Test Series and having a look at the wealth of first-class experience, they probably expected the batting unit to come together and provide more than just two scores of over 35. So, on reflection, and I guess you'll agree with me, the step up from first class cricket to test match cricket is, is quite a big one. And so was this simply just a case of a very inexperienced side coming up against a very experienced one in their home conditions? Was that pretty much the, the long and the short of this? Uh, for sure. If you have a look at this New Zealand team, they get the basics right so often that the results show and what we saw from this young, very inexperienced South African team at test match level is they got pockets of success. And just when they thought they were coming right, they were giving away the advantage. I thought the coach made a good comment in his uh, pre-test uh, press conference when he said, it's not about bowling better Yorkers. It's not about bowling better bounces. It's about bowling fewer poor deliveries. Um, it's about taking your catches. It's about not losing... Um, to set batters after every break and giving the advantage away. And that just shows the large inexperience in a team um, against one of the world's best units. If there's one thing that New Zealand do really well, they grind out the opposition and then they blow you away. And that's pretty much what happened. They, they say they will um, have learned a lot and they will have reflected on um, their mistakes from the first test and will be up for it in the second test. But I just get a feeling that uh, New Zealand are just warming up, to be honest. So you, I was going to ask whether you expect a better showing from South Africa in the second test, given that they've had a test together now, they're a bit more used to the conditions, albeit in Mount Monganui compared to, to Hamilton. You get the feeling that, that New Zealand have another level to go to as well in the second test. Well, let's talk about Willow Rourke, right? 1.97 metres <laughs> tall. If he gets into that team uh, with Kyle Jamison from the other end, I wouldn't want to be facing either of those. So I think the pressure will be relentless. But what I'm hoping to see is better application from the batting unit, uh, particularly from the batters who have played at test match level, Zabir Hamza and Keegan Peterson. And David Bellingham, we showed a really good um, potential to be able to uh, take on the New Zealand bowlers. At the same time, I think the bowling unit as well, we perhaps are going to see one or two changes there. 
um, and Dane Patterson as the leader of the attack uh, really needs to be able to get this bowling attack together and put New Zealand under pressure. But it's test match cricket for a reason, and it's really disappointing that South Africa weren't able to put out um, their first team because I think we would have had a cracker of a series. Having said that, the talk back home is that what this has done is it's tested the first-class system. It's shown um, those players that perhaps have the potential to step up, and I think the second test match will see uh, players who do step up, perhaps getting an opportunity long-term, um, but it's going to be a real challenge uh, against the New Zealand team that are halfway towards making history. And let's be honest, I don't think Tim Sadi and his charges are going to let up. Um, this is their 17th attempt at trying to win a test series against South Africa. And um, the odds are in their favour. Um, but at the same time, we're hoping some good old-fashioned South African fighting spirit um, comes out and they give New Zealand a run for their money in the uh, second test match. Cass, we all know the reason why it's a weekend South African side here with regards to the T20 competition back home. Is this going to be a one-off or is this something that you can see being repeated in the years ahead? Oh, we'd be so disappointed if it is repeated. Um, South Africa is a formidable um, test nation. We pride ourselves on putting out the best team it's unfortunate that uh, Cricket South Africa has found itself uh, in a situation where financially, um, with a lack of really top-class cricket against big nations, they've had to turn to this T20 competition to try to um, beef up the coffers. What we're hearing from back home is with the South African players staying back, it's really helped the second edition of the FA20 be a success. It's, it's been a raving success. They say it's a one-off, crossing fingers it is, because we want to see the likes of Rabada and, and that test batting unit where they Aidan Markham and all of them coming out to represent South Africa. It's the pinnacle of the game. Uh, it's hugely disappointing. But at the same time, New Zealand cannot choose the, uh, the opposition they want to play. They've got to play the team that is put forward. Um, and if I were them, I'd be coming out guns blazing tomorrow and I won't let up for the next couple of days. How do you regard the New Zealand Test side at the moment, you know, in, in comparison to the other Test-playing nations around the world at full strength? I mean, we've got Australia coming in a couple of weeks, so I get the feeling we're about to find out. But how do you assess the strength of the New Zealand Test side right now? Well, what's been really impressive uh, to see is uh, someone like Rachin Ravindra, who obviously did exceptionally well at the World Cup. I was there, I watched him and commentated live on on his games, uh, that he's been able to step up and really show that he belongs there. And ahead of the Australia series, you want to be able to see a youngster being able to um, step up at this level. Obviously, it's not a full-strength South African team and you're going to come up against a, a formidable Australian unit. But I think someone like Will O'Rourke, what a great opportunity this will be for him to get into um, the Test team, um, to be able to show that New Zealand bowling lineup. Um, is going to be ready for Australia. But I'll tell you what's really impressive for me is the fact that you can have Glenn Phillips, Mitch Santner, and Richard Ravinder being able to turn their arm over and that you can have three spin bowling options without really thinking about, oh, should we pick a spinner? Who do we drop? There just seems to be um, some flexibility in this New Zealand team. But mostly, I'm in awe of Kane Williamson. Here's someone who is such a formidable leader in world cricket. He no longer has the captaincy. 
it seems like he's unburdened now and we're about to see some of the best cricket that he's going to put forward. So I think the New Zealand-Australia series is going to be a cracking one. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And just to finish, 21 years in cricket broadcasting for you. That's something worth celebrating. How do you reflect on your two decades plus now in the uh, in the cricket commentary box? It's wonderful to be here in New Zealand uh, to be able to celebrate this milestone. I don't take it for granted. I think every day is a new day. Um, it's wonderful to celebrate milestones, but you're judged on your performance on the day, really. Um, I was fortunate to hear a woman commentate when I was 14 years old, decide that that's what I wanted to do. Um, and to be able to do it for 20 years, be a mom of three, married for 20 years. Um, I'm a bit of a juggler, um, but it's been working out and I absolutely love and respect this game. And, and, and so I'm honoured to be part of it still. It's great to have you here in New Zealand, Cass. Thank you for taking our call tonight and amongst your busy schedule. Thanks for juggling us into your schedule. It's been uh, awesome to get your insight on uh, on the South African side and what we can expect in the second test starting tomorrow. Cass, Naidu there, a, uh, a broadcaster for well over 20 years now and uh, and one of the voices you'll hear on the, uh, on the television coverage of New Zealand against South Africa. Test two underway tomorrow at Seddon Park in Hamilton. First ball due to be bowled at 11 o'clock and there should be no problem as far as the weather is concerned. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.